Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we're going through Proverbs chapter 4, verses 8 through 15. Let's get it. Cherish her, and she will exalt you. Embrace her, and she will honor you. She will give you a garland to grace your head and present you with a glorious crown. Listen, my son, accept what I say, and the years of your life will be many. I instruct you in the way of wisdom and lead you along straight paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hampered. When you run, you will not stumble. Hold on to instruction. Do not let it go. Guard it well, for it is your life. Do not set foot on the path of the wicked or walk in the way of evildoers. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn from it and go on your way. So there's a lot of meat in that. Proverbs, again, is very redundant, redundant, and I want to give you guys fresh content, right? So all of this stuff is good stuff where it goes like, accept what I say and the years of your life will be many. Wisdom leads to long life. There'll be a garland to grace your head and present you with a glorious crown. I instruct you in the way of wisdom and lead you along straight paths. Your steps will not be hampered. All of this is good stuff. Cherish her and she will exalt you. Embrace her and she will honor you. But what stuck out to me in these verses, I've kind of talked about all of that before in other podcasts, so definitely go check out the other Proverbs podcasts. We've been going through this on a series, but this one, verse 15, avoid it, do not travel on it, turn from it and go on your way, talking about the way of evil doers. And my interpretation is to make your own path. Don't just follow the path of the wicked. And this is interesting because when I thought about this, I didn't necessarily, like, when you think of wicked people, we think of, like, just killers, people who steal and are just horrible people and are out to hurt people. I don't think that's always the case. I think wickedness comes out in many forms, and it's very important that we pay attention to the forms in which wickedness can make us stray from our path. I think one of those ways is, like, taken into entrepreneurship, shiny object syndrome, lack of confidence. I think a lot of people will actually use scripture to get you off God's path for your life. You know, if God's path has you using money as a tool to help people, then it's like, Hey, they might bring up verses about, you know, the love of money is the root of all evil, or it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to get into heaven. Right. Didn't say it was impossible, just said it was hard. Well, the gospel's hard, you know? It's like, you can look at that verse two ways. And I just think it's really important that, um, you know, we watch out for wickedness in all the deceptive ways that it can pop up. Man, I'm not even saying that, like, people are, like, wicked at heart, you know? Jesus was like, get behind me, Satan, to Peter. And we wouldn't say Peter is wicked, but in that moment, that was wicked. And Peter was being selfish, trying to stop Jesus from going on to do what God called him to do, which was go to his death, by the way. Insane. But it's uh, it's still the truth. And so 
yeah, just look out for wickedness. And the entrepreneurial application of this is do what's unique to you. I think all of us kind of have a business inside of us because we were put on this planet to serve a specific, specific person. And that specific person has a specific problem that we are specifically designed for. I think when you do what's unique to you, you function in your genius zone, you'll be able to best serve the people that, you know, are in most need of your service. And so where has this shown up in my life? I would say my podcast, I'm talking about their dreams and goals. And now I'm talking about the Bible and how that helps you achieve your dreams and goals and how wisdom can kind of push you in the direction that God wants you to go in, right? I also dream big. I've got two goals, financial freedom for myself and my family, raising the standard of living across the world to middle-class America so that nobody wants food, water, shelter, or a sense of safety. And, um, you know, if we can do those two things, that's great. Um, the first one is like very doable. I think financial freedom for myself and my family, that's definitely going to happen unless something wild happens in the United States of America. And the opportunity that I've learned about is completely gone, which the whole economy would have to fall for that to happen. Two though, I just wanted to pick something that was exciting enough to get out of bed for. And <laughs> I need a big impact because I think I have a big personality. And then also relationships. How I do relationships is unique to me, right? So those dreams are unique to me. The podcast is unique to me and how I host my podcast and even the goal behind it. I talk about always wanting more listeners for it. And that's simply to be able to help more people. And this is interesting because when I started this podcast, it was with the goal of helping the guest. When the guest comes on, I ask them questions and I want them to basically go through a life coaching session where... Upon answering those questions, they get better ideas about how to improve their life, and then they go apply those ideas, and anybody listening has the opportunity to form a relationship with that guest and improve their lives together. And I think I need to create the backdrop of a business with kind of systems and frameworks to make that happen and facilitate those relationships better. But what I will say is the intent behind the podcast was not to get guests, it was to help people one-on-one. -on -one. And so that was unique to me. I wanted to coach people. I just wanted to record the coaching sessions so that people could kind of apply it to their own life when they need it. Because, you know, there's, you can pay 10 grand, 20 grand for all these coaching sessions and they kind of ask you the same questions and prompt you to do the same actions because success is simple. It's just not easy. Um, and how I do relationships, right? I really don't like small talk. I love talking, big dreams, big goals, what you want to do, what your passions are. And then I love doing that stuff with you or helping you put you in a position to do that stuff. And because of that, another reason why I have the podcast, very unique to me, I have very specific questions that I ask people and I'm fairly silent in conversations when we're not talking about dreams, goals, or getting there, right? And so, yeah, that's kind of where this has shown up in my life and I kind of own it. It's unique to me and I'm okay doing it, you know? And I'll stand on my own two feet when it comes to, down to it and uh, yeah, when people question me about it, I'm open to hearing their criticisms because every now and then you get a gold nugget that puts you in a better direction. So yeah, where do I want this to show up in my life? I'd say how I build community. Uh, I haven't really put my finger on how I want to build community and Left With Love is going to be based on community, which is the movement that's gonna raise the standard of living across the world to middle-class America. Right? It's going to be based on community, based on one-on-one -on -one interaction, and based on running profitable businesses, dreams and goals together, all that good stuff. 
But like the systems behind it, the frameworks behind it, that's simple. But the foundational concepts of community, what does that look like day to day? Because what's going to happen is it's going to be 1 billion people on a movement with a common vision. But 1 billion people are so different. You can't put them all in one system. The world tries and it fails and there are revolutions. So how do we influence 1 billion people to do the thing we all know we want to do is to love and be loved, right? And the fundamental aspects of that community has to be very flexible, which is um, really cool. I'm going to start this new job in February at Gospel Greens, right? And the founder, Stephen, also talks about the flexibility of community, which is kind of what brought me to this kind of concept of flexible community. His words on it, it has to be flexible, has to be inclusive, but there also needs to be a goal. Like they need to be moving somewhere together. But I really think there needs to be a time spent together aspect of it. Like the individuality of society um, can still exist. Like I don't want to take away our individuality, but I do want to unify us in the midst of it. So I want people to have the choice to be individuals and choose to be in community because that's what we love and that's what we're made for. And the community needs to be so enticing that I want to spend all my time with all these people doing all these things. I think when we can figure out kind of how to set that up and the fundamental aspects of it, we'll be good to go there. And so, yeah, how is that uniquely going to be me? I don't know. I have some ideas, but nothing concrete, nothing solid, and I need to flesh it out in my book that I'm writing, right? So how can you guys apply this to your life? I would say tap into your unique nature by asking people around you what makes you different or decide to be different where you want to be different. So oftentimes I'll do this. I'll see a lot of people doing stuff. I just don't like being average. And so if I see a lot of people doing it and I deem those people to be average, I'll just do the exact opposite. And maybe it's worse, but I'd rather be worse than average because it's easy to improve worse, but it's also easy to get stuck in average, if that makes sense. Because you have so many people, if it's the average, you got most people are either, you know, there's like regression towards the mean. They're either there or they're trending that way, either positively or negatively. It means they're worse going towards average or they're better going towards average. And if everybody's there, it's easy to get reinforced for doing those actions. And so I like to breathe the rare air. As Harvey Specter once said, life is here and I like living here. Now in that show, they did some illegal stuff. I'm not for doing illegal stuff, but I do like living here. And um, yeah, I think we all do and we all deserve it. So let's go after it together. That's all we got for you guys today on the show. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.